I'm Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freund, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you today? I am good. How are you? I am fantastic. Oh, I think that was my line last week. <laughs> it was. That's why I borrowed it. I thought, oh, that's a good line. I'm going to use that one. Well, you know, some, some of it is, it's really our choice, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I could come up with all kinds of reasons why I'm not fantastic today. I'm actually, and our listeners that have listened for a long time will know that this is typically my modus operandi, but I, I think I have a little bit of a cold. Mm-hmm. It's your summer cold. Is, like, how, can I get a, how can I get a cold? But anyways, mm-hmm. you had mentioned before we hit record that there's a lot of things like this going on. So I just happened to catch it mm-hmm. and it's not bad. It really is not bad at all. It's just like, oh, I didn't miss this in the last yeah. year and a half when I had masks on all the time. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but I think I would put up with a cold once in a while to not have to wear a mask every day. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. But I did, you know what? I did get sloppy on my sanitizing. I got sloppy oh. on my washing my hands. And so, yes, but I'm still fantastic because it's great. And we're talking about an interesting topic today, mm-hmm. unleashing the power. So when you hear the term empowerment, what thoughts come to mind? Because that used to be a phrase that was bantered around a lot, mm-hmm. probably 20 years ago. What yeah. do you think about when you think about empowerment? Um, you know, I, I think more of like a feeling. And I think I've said, I said this a few weeks ago when you asked me about another word I can't remember now, but it's really more of like a feeling I, I, that I can't describe. But, mm-hmm. um, but I think that if you've been empowered, in, you, mm-hmm. you know the feeling of empowerment. Yes. Um, but I liked... You had a good quote in your um, email that went out today that, do you mind if I read it? Because I think, it, do. I think it does sum up empowerment very well. It says, it's seeing others' potential, then sharing yourself, your influence, position, and opportunities with the purpose of investing in the lives of others so that they can function at their best. Yeah. And I really like that. that. Was, I, I thought that was really, yeah. really well said. I, you know, the, the purpose of investing in the lives of others, yes. like that part right. was really important. Exactly. And it's so em- empowerment. So I want to I clarify and say something that empowerment is not. Empowerment is not giving someone a blank check. Mm-hmm. It's not giving the keys to the family car to a 10-year-old and say, hey, you're empowered. Drive mm-hmm. away. It's, it's not at all. It's very, um, it's very structured. It's mm-hmm. very planned. It's very intentional. And, and, and what I, when I talk about unleashing the power, I think that there is this untapped potential within most people. I, I, think, I, think, I don't think anybody is really living up to their fullest potential. Maybe there are some, but there's this tremendous potential within the human spirit. And and I really believe that a lot of companies just waste opportunity. They waste potential by not empowering their team and not empowering their people. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to look and see where there's potential. Mm-hmm. You know, where is there a giftedness? Where is there something that's not being fully utilized, a resource that's not being fully utilized? Companies will spend, you know, millions of dollars probably billions of dollars in our country looking for ways to maximize their utilization of their equipment when they're missing the utilization of their teams, mm-hmm. their, the people's creativity, their ability to think outside the box. 
their ability to generate new ideas and, and new products and, and new markets. So you first have to start looking at where do I see the potential? You know, who is it that's gifted in a certain area? And I realize that that's hard. I, I, it is hard to sometimes identify those. So I just mentioned the Strength Finders assessment, and you actually have a link mm-hmm. in the email that went out today for people to, to click on it. And it just, it's, it's a great assessment. And you're, you're looking at spending on the low end if you just get the one that gives your five strengths, 20 bucks, 19.99. If you want to get the full-fledged, all 34 themes, what is it? How are they doing? You know, how do you stack up on it? How does the person stack up on it? It's 49.99. That's, that's nothing mm-hmm. compared to the potential that you could get from some information on that. So we just have to figure out where is this potential? Where's the giftedness? Where are these people um, that just need to be unlocked? These opportunities that need to be unlocked. And then, so then once, you, once you've identified it, now you get into that quote, then sharing yourself, your influence, your position, and your opportunities with the purpose of investing in their lives. And it's a, and now, so one, some people would say, well, you know what? This, this could take a long time to bear fruit. Yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. but any good investment does. You know, if you have an investment that pays a dividend too quickly, there's something wrong with that investment. If it went up really quick, it can come down really quick as well. Mm-hmm. So can you think of, um, you know, like when you, were, when you were going through this and you said that when you were reading through it and you said that it's a feeling, can you recall times when you feel that someone empowered you? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, I can think of a, of a handful of them. And I think that those feelings are, were always paired with a sense of responsibility. So when, yep. so when you say, oh, it's not, you know, it's not writing a blank check or handing over the keys, um, empowerment is paired with, it's, it's a privilege to be, to, you know, to feel yes. empowered, to be empowered. And it, it comes with responsibility. Um, right. And I think that's how you can tell the difference between those two things. Um, right. Like I love that. sometimes there's kind of that like windfall, really great thing that happens to you <laughs> or, yep. you know, those times that maybe someone does just throw the keys at you. But um, but that's how I've always been able to tell the difference. Yeah, that that's great. You know, when I was when I was thinking about this, and and I thought I want I want to have some concrete examples mm-hmm. of empowerment. And and the first time where I really believed that I was empowered was when I was working at Volpe. Um, I was hired. I I was working for RPM Industries, which was a sister company of of Volpe, as a toolmaker, and then Volpe brought me on as a prototyper. So my job was to um. The engineer would develop an idea and he would sketch it out literally sometimes on a napkin and he would hand it to me and then I would make it and I would build the first prototypes. And, and I really enjoyed what I was doing. It was exciting. It was fun. And then they needed a supervisor. And somebody said, hey, would you be willing to do this? And I said, well, what do you mean? Well, we need a supervisor. I said, yeah, sure. So that they gave me this opportunity to begin to lead a group. And then, then they said about a year later, we need a production manager. Would you be interested in learning this? And, and what they did was they invested in me. 
you know, I, mm-hmm. I had to agree to go to Europe. Um, so I was gone the first time for five weeks and then I was gone another time for four weeks. And then I was wow. gone I think, the last time for two weeks, um, which was hard. You know, I, my wife is a saint because she literally had me leave for five weeks and we had three kids and the oldest was five. Um, yeah, I think he was five. Yeah. Mike was five. Beth was three and Jeremy was one. So, and I left for five weeks. Um, and they were all there when I came home, which was amazing. <laughs> but the company invested in me. And actually on, on my second visit, they actually invested in sending my wife over. Wow. So that, you know, because they knew, my boss knew that, you know, we were a young family, had just built a house. We didn't have two nickels to rub together. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and she's from Austria, as all of our listeners know. So they literally flew her over for part of my trip, which was amazing that they would do that. They were showing me that they valued me. Um, and so that was my first real experience of being empowered. And what the company was doing was they were, they were looking for somebody to fill these positions. And then they looked inside and said, who do we have that could grow into these positions? So then my second uh, real empowerment was at Self-Lock. And that was the one that really took someone to invest, someone specifically to invest in me. Um, and, and it was pretty much his sole responsibility. And so I was, I was the plant manager and I had been working as the plant manager for probably five years, I'm guessing, um, five or six years when the chairman of our board asked me to be president. Wow. I had no idea what I was really doing. I mean, mm-hmm. what did they see? They saw potential. Mm-hmm. They saw that I was organized. They saw that I had a passion for the company. They saw that I could learn things. And he simply said, I believe you can do this and I'm going to help you do it. And he agreed to be a mentor of mine. And, and then he found, you know, he would, and we've talked about it on the podcast, how he mentored me, how he, he asked me questions, knowing that I would find the answers. That's empowering people. And I guess you might say that's really the greatest level of empowerment when not just the chairman of the board, but then also the owners said, well, why don't you run our company? Mm-hmm. And, you, and you're right, you, you can feel it when it's real because they're giving you responsibility. And for me, that responsibility included, you know, the profit and loss of the whole company. So that's what we're talking about. And think about the potential that are, you know, our, I want our listeners to think about the potential that's within their organizations. Each time someone empowered me, they saw potential within the company. They weren't bringing somebody in from the outside. The only time I really went to work for a company from the, so to speak, from the outside to do something, you know, on a, on a fairly large scope was really MACNI bringing me in to do what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, people were always trying to develop me from within. So it's there. This, this potential is huge. We just have to think about it. People, leaders have to look at their teams and say, hey, who... You know, where do I see a shining star just waiting to be illuminated? There's potential there. How do I find it? I re- and again, Strength Finders is a great assessment. We talked about that, you know, a few years back. Wow, isn't it amazing, Marissa, that we can talk about a podcast a few years back? <laughs> I know, I know. And it wasn't one of our first. It was like in the second year type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things I want to talk about is why people don't empower people. Because it's a very real problem. Yeah. Yep. 
people don't empower their teams because they can't give up control. Mm -hmm. They have to make all the decisions. And the reality is that if you have to make all the decisions, your organization, well, I, 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 I think I just, I think in, in my post, I kind of put it, you're just trading gr tremendous growth and opportunity for average, for mediocrity. And I want to warn our listeners that if your company is, is okay with just being average, people don't pay for average. Mm -hmm. And you won't keep, you won't keep employees. So, you know, one of the things I keep hearing is um, there's a shortage of employees. There's a shortage of personnel. And there, there is. There is a shortage of people that want to go into manufacturing. Well, I can guarantee anyone who's not willing to empower their team to grow will not keep that team. Because they're going to look for companies that are going to empower the people. So when you were empowered, you said there was a feeling of responsibility. What else did it feel like? Uh, I mean, it felt good. I, I enjoy responsibility and empowerment. Um, I think that, you know, there, there was a sense of pride involved mm -hmm. too. Um, I wanted to do a good job. I, I knew that someone was investing in me and um, that made me want to, you know, invest more in myself too. Uh, I think it also, when you're on the receiving end of the empowerment, it's like you want to empower others too. Yes. So, yeah. you know, you want to pay it forward once you, once you know what it feels like to be invested in. It's like you want to do that for others. And you, uh, at least I think that you will start looking for that potential in other right. people too. Um, yeah. You know, and how great is it to be building a team and, and saying, you know, going back to the person that that helped you, that invested you in saying, Hey, like I see it in this person now, like, right. Let's bring them on board. Let's invite them to the table and, yes. you know, unlock their potential. It, 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 exactly. I love that. And so if we think about now, you know, again, this unleashing the power. So if a leader finds a couple people in their organization, cause you know, the leader can't see everybody in the organization, but if they look at their inner circle of employees, their, their key team folks, that the folks that they're relying on, and they say, who's got a high upside that we're not, we're not utilizing yet? Mm -hmm. Where is this gift and this potential? And now you begin to work with those two or three people. They will each begin to look for two or three people because they love how it feels to be empowered. Mm -hmm. and, and we, another person, when I was having a conversation, once we were talking about empowerment, and I asked the question, I said, think of a day when you couldn't wait to get to work. Mm -hmm. What was going to happen that day? And, and I circle it back around to say you felt empowered. You were excited about something in that day. And, and, and it, it happens every time I, when I, because I used to do a class on empowerment. Every time I asked that question, I said, give me an example of a day you couldn't wait to get to work. And they would rattle off, oh, we were getting a new piece of machinery. Oh, a customer visit, you know, and, and we were so excited to share with our new customer what we were doing. And there was just this feeling of engagement, a feeling of progress a feeling of forward momentum. Mm -hmm. And then I said, give me an example of a day you hated going to work. What was going on? Oh, you know, I had to fire somebody or had to deal with a project that was just crashing and burning all around me. Well, the point was you didn't feel empowered. You were dealing with something that you couldn't see a positive outcome to. That's the opposite of empowerment, the lack of empowerment. 
So if you want to get the best employees, if you want to keep the best employees, if you want to motivate the best employees, just empower them. Mm-hmm. And when you throttle them back, you know, I've, I had a conversation this week um, with a couple people that were saying, you know, what good does it do for us to make a decision? Because they're just going to shoot it down anyways. Ouch. That's a problem for that mm-hmm. organization. So what I did was I met with two of the senior leaders in the organization and I said, you know, what do you think of these two? Oh, these people are great. These people have great upsides. I said, you're right, they do. And I said, you have to let them make some decisions. And the decisions might not be the same ones you would make, but that doesn't make them wrong. It just means they're different. And I was happy to hear that I, you know, from both senior leaders, I got a commitment to, yeah, you're right. You know, we really do need to let them. So that's the power that's there, to, that's ready to be unleashed in our organizations. And the other thing mm-hmm. is, you know, empowerment changes lives. It does. I mean, when I hear you talk about how it felt to be empowered, it changed your life. Mm-hmm. It changed my life. And the other thing is, as we begin to grow our teams, our organizations will naturally grow and develop. If you have the best team in Central New York, your, your company will be one of the best companies in Central New York, hands down. And as your companies grow and develop, you actually have that same impact in our community. And all of us want to make the community a richer, more vibrant place. Mm-hmm. And I'll also tell you this. So there are some people that you know are concerned about other companies coming into the area and stealing the employees. Guess what? They're not talking about empowering their employees in that organization. They're talking about controlling those employees. Mm-hmm. You get your culture right through empowerment, you won't have to worry about losing your I am certain of that. Mm-hmm. What did I miss? Anything? Um, no, I, I mean, I think we covered, covered a lot here. Um, I, I know that I'm going to go check out the Strength Finders assessment after this. I've never it's done great. it, but I I know you've talked about it. Yeah, so. I shared my results with you yeah. and you looked at it and you said, oh, yeah, that's exactly yeah. who you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's you just Google. It's it's put out by, by Gallup. Mm-hmm. Um, the big, the full assessment is $49.99, which is peanuts mm-hmm. for finding those things out. But, you, you know, and the so one of the key things, if you really want to empower your team, you can't be hung up about needing to be the smartest person. Mm-hmm. Because the best leaders have a lot of smart people around them. And when, they, and when that happens, you get better. And you look like a genius. <laughs> you look smarter than you really are when you get the smartest people around you. Mm-hmm. So that should be all of our goal. Well, it's summertime, so we don't want to make this podcast any longer than it needs to be. Exactly. So with that, I'm Dave Freund, and this was... The next one.